Welcome back to another episode of the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Strength and Speed Owner and Mudgear Battle of the Lions Pro, Evan Preparis. Got a bunch of guests with me on the line. Before we get to that, though, a quick word from this episode's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Yolked. Yolked is a nutritional product you're supposed to take with proteins. They call it Protein's Perfect Partner. It's fertilized egg yolk, and you can take it you know, up to three times a day. Actually, you can take it more if you really want to, but uh, one to three times is kind of like the recommended dose. Uh, tastes really good. And it's supposed to, uh, based off clinical trials, increase muscle growth uh, three times the amount. So uh, great product, tastes great. They've been at Savage Race at a whole bunch of events. Uh, they've been a kind of a supporter of Strength and Speed slash uh, friends of Strength and Speed since 2018. So uh, great product. Check them out. And if you're looking for some stocking stuffers, not a bad option because they come in these like tiny packets or you can buy it in like a jug. All right, let's get to today's episode. I got a couple of guests with me on the line. I'm going to introduce a couple of them. So I got Brenna back for another episode. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I got um, AC Hale, one of the strength and speed. Hey, Evan. Hey, everybody else. Right on. And then I got the Ohio Beard, Phil Huckey, my teammate from Toughest Mudder this past year and uh, several time American Ninja Warrior. Phil's figuring out how to work his yep, hit. Zoom. Sorry, 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 I was on mute. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> right on. All right, so um, kind of a different format for today's episode. Uh, I just want to want to touch base with people. It is the end of 2022. We're about to start 2023. So that means a couple of things. One, strength and speed development team applications are now open. So if you want to join our private strength and speed Facebook group, uh, we purposely keep it small. We've been adding like five to 10 people every year. So we're up to about 75 or so people, uh, which is kind of getting large, but uh, still filled with a lot of people with personal training certifications. It's filled with um, a nutritionist in there, Luke Labonte. We've got two physical therapists, William Shell, the owner of Mythic Race. And we've also got uh, Kelly Williams, um, who's also the official physical therapist of Muggy Battle Lines Pro Team. So basically it's a you know private group. You can ask questions and get answers from legitimate professionals and you'll see when someone asks a question like we're generally all on the same page so you're getting good advice as opposed to if you post in one of the random facebook groups fan or ocr groups that has you know three thousand people you're going to get a third of the answers that are okay a third of the answer is good and a third of the answers that are just like complete garbage so um highly recommend you apply if you enjoy this podcast if you're a regular listener um like i said we'll take about five ten people a year and then you get some free perks so uh typically get two free products from the strength and speed store um, so whether it be books or clothes or depending on my stock, I may also do bleg mitts. So really good opportunity. <clears throat> and then it opens up for opportunities for free race entries. I gave away a thousand, over a thousand dollars in free race entries in, um, 2022. And, uh, I just got, I got a couple hundred dollars more for some, uh, kind of doing some other, uh, media work for the team. So great opportunities there. Uh, but today's episode, again, like I said, it's the end of 2022, so we want to talk about goals for 2023. And I don't like New Year's resolutions. I think they're kind of stupid. Um, that being said, though, people always kind of make goals, typically at the end of the year. Uh, so we are going to go over goals for 2023. I don't like to call them New Year's resolutions. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. And we also had Ryan Artigo jump on the line, recent uh, third-place finisher at Toughest Mudder, Indiana. So Ryan, say hi. When you get a chance. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on, Evan. Yeah. So uh, since uh, we, we jumped over to Ryan first, let's uh, – Ryan, tell me about kind of like how 2022 went briefly 
um, kind of what goals you hit and what goals you missed and kind of what your plan is for 2023. And hopefully our listeners, after listening to all the guys and girls on our podcast today, can get some ideas for their own goals for 2023. Yeah, so in 22, um, actually only did three races. I uh, would have liked to have done a lot more, but life gets in the way. Um, but I did get to do focus on the endurance stuff. So I uh, did both toughest events uh, and then finished it up with Worlds. Um, didn't achieve my goals at toughest. I did want to get that uh, elite contender status and get those nine laps in it. But unfortunately, I got eight at both of them um, and did get on the podium there at uh, Indiana. Um, and then once we got the WTM, did get 14th place, 85 miles. Uh, yeah. You know, of course, 90 was that barrier. I would have liked to have gotten over. But, uh, you know, considering the conditions and all, you know, I was, I was definitely pleased with that. So, um, unfortunately, though, I was only fifth in our age group, Evan, uh, <laughs> given the depth we have there, which I know we've talked about before. Um, so I was impressive there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the age group competition at World Service was brutal this year. Uh, I, the 40 to 44 was 100 miles for first uh, for age group. Uh, 90 for second and 85 for third. Uh, and then it, you know, spurred. yeah, three, three of us had 85 there, third, fourth. <laughs> did so, you really? But, but they all obviously did it a lot quicker than I did. So, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, those all three races were great. I mean, obviously great time out there. Um, all of them great courses, had a blast. Community was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, my focus for uh, next year will be again, I'll, those three events and then, Hopefully the calendar will work out and I can try to sneak in some of those infinities, at least one or two of them. Um, then some other stuff I'm looking at, um, probably more in the uh, ultra scene, trail scene. So, Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right on the edge. You're right on the cusp there, right? Like you're, you know, just on podium or, well, you, you got on podium this year, but normally you're like just off podium, like hitting that fourth, fifth place. And, um, you know, top 10 or just out of top 10 for the world's level. So, um this guy, this year's competition was so deep at Worlds. It was, it was insane. Uh, so what are you changing or what are you adjusting in 2023 to try to make those goals a reality? It's got to be time on feet. I mean, okay. I, and I knew that going into this past year. Um, and unfortunately, just trying to get the long runs in did not, uh, didn't get as many in as I would have liked to have. Um, but definitely hoping to get more of those, those real long runs, the time on feet. I mean, when I look at all those guys who, you know, yourself and everyone else who finished the head um you know yeah i know i can't spend all weekend playing in the mountains like some of them do but yeah uh, I, I, I know you know so but i know the uh getting that time off feet and getting some more of those long runs uh it's definitely where uh, i could definitely you know achieve those goals i'm looking for there um can always improve on the obstacles but you know honestly that didn't hurt me in how i did in, the, in these races um yeah yeah it made, it made me feel good in the latter parts of wtm when i'm you know, failing them right alongside your Trevors and your Marks and, you know, and all the big names out there. So I'm like, all right, I'm on the same page as those guys. I, I don't feel that bad now. But, uh, yeah, so it's definitely being able to get the time on feet so I can, you know, run further. You know, I tell people, like, how do you, how do you run 85 miles? Like, oh, well, you really run 50 or 60, whatever, and then you power hiking the rest of it. So yeah. if I can extend that running time a little bit more, you know, and then walk it all in at the end. Yeah, I've I've been I've been trying to crack that egg for a while, and regard whether I run a lot or run a little, or you know mix up walking in the middle, I tend to just my body seems to top out at ninety. So that was the fourth time I hit ninety, and the you know running is the is the right answer. The especially this year, the 
if anyone read my mud gear article comparing this year's world surface mother to previous world surface mothers, you know, the penalties this year were not bad, which is why, in my opinion, you saw the men's mileage essentially stay about the same, but the women's mileage jumped up. Um, not, not, not taking anything away from Chris, obviously a phenomenal athlete, record setting performance, clearly amazing. Absolutely. But, um, if you look at the top three women, uh, they would have won, you know, with those mileage marks, they would have won. I think, uh, the article has the actual number. I think it's like, you know, seven out of the 11 or 10 years or something like that. So, uh, yeah, head over, read that mud gear article. It's a good breakdown of comparing this year's world stuff to the other. So I'm going to jump over to Phil who's my teammate at toughest. Uh, how did this year go? What do you got going for next year? Yeah, this, this past year went, uh, went, went pretty well for me. Um, uh, you know, we got a local trail race scene that I'm usually keep up with pretty well. Um, uh, I did Ohio Savage this year, this year, and I was hoping to do better than I did. That one actually kind of, kind of got away from me a little bit there. I did not finish near as high as I was kind of hoping slash expecting to. Um, but that's okay. That's, that's kind of a perennial favorite for me. And I'll definitely be hitting that one again. Uh, this upcoming year, I've got a personal milestone of I'm turning 40 in May and I've been telling myself for years, Oh, I'm going to run 40 miles on my 40th birthday. And now that I'm actually staring that down, like, well, okay. Yeah. I'm going to actually do that. And I need to do, do my training and <laughs> yeah, like Ryan was saying, uh, get, get, get the time on my feet. Um, you know, we got our miles in there at uh, at Toughest, Indiana, and I'm kind of running the numbers in my head like, well, you know, if I only, you know, we did, what was it, 36 miles or whatever, like, eh, okay, so, yeah, I could squeeze out four more miles in there and <laughs> and not have too much trouble, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, my, uh, my my June is very stacked. We've got a, uh, a Spartan trifecta weekend at, uh, perfect north in indiana that's about a half hour away from me so i'm signed on for getting getting a trifecta weekend in there uh savage race is also in june and then uh warx has moved into the the weekend spot that was vacated by uh, unfortunately we lost uh, india mud run this year um yeah but warx is picking up that uh that that weekend um so yeah <laughs> but, but between uh I, I may do the Flying Pig Marathon the first weekend in May. We'll see how that works with my training to try to get uh, get, get in my 40 miles in mid-May and then uh, right into three big races in, in June. So I'm going to be pretty stacked there through spring and early summer. And then uh, I'll, I'll have a little bit of a break, uh, spend some time with the family on, you know, kid, kids will be on summer break. And then I am signed up to do uh, – to do toughest in uh, Pittsburgh this year and currently signed up individual. If uh, you know, there's one of those last minute team <laughs> get togethers again, <laughs> why not? But uh, working really hard to get one of my training buddies to, to run that with me. Um, he's not done one of the overnight races yet. And you know, we'll, we'll see how we do with that. If I can get, you know, the time on my feet and training and build everything from spring through summer and keep up with that, who knows, maybe, uh, Maybe I'll get my own personal uh, personal podium at a national series there if I can dare to dream that high. Yeah, love it. Um, the I, I know you've been on Ninja Warrior a couple times before, and you've got very good obstacle proficiency. Did you apply this year? I did not apply this year. Um, I I decided I really wanted to focus on the running game this year. Um, yeah, but the Ninja training stuff that was 
yeah, it was certainly awesome, certainly fun. Um, yeah, it's it, obviously a different discipline, and just kind of my, my focus has shifted a little bit into the running game a little bit more. So I just kind of, you know, as I'm turning 40, like, you know, I'm focused on getting my 40 miles in on my birthday. And, you know, the training that's going to go into that kind of, it's going to preclude a lot of the, the higher end training that I'd want to do to compete, you know, at, at a, at a higher level for Ninja Warrior. So uh, you know, I put that off for, for another year and may, may revisit that one uh, next year. Gotcha. Now, how far are you from Cincinnati? Uh, I'm same County. I'm like, uh, like 20 minutes okay. from downtown. So. so there's a, I'm not sure if they still do it. There is a race in Cincinnati where you dress as a gorilla and I think run through the Cincinnati zoo. Have you heard of this? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> and believe it or not, I actually have a gorilla suit, but for whatever reason, my, uh, my, my schedule has not, uh, not met up with that. I'm not sure if they're having that one this year, but, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I've seen the pictures. It's, uh, I mean, that's right in my wheelhouse since, you know, I'm always doing the, doing, you know, the, the beard colors or wearing something goofy for a race or just being weird that way. Um, yeah, <laughs> that that's a thing. Yeah, that, that used to be on my bucket list. Uh, that was before I got involved in OCR. When I was doing a lot of road racing, that was, I was like, I got to do the gorilla race. And, and it was during an, a brief obsession with Planet of the Apes where I rewatched right. like all the Planet of the Apes movies and started diving into the timeline. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and having my own gorilla suit, I could tell you that thing is not going to be fun to run in if I ever do that race because, I mean, it is a thick, full body fur coat. And if <laughs> if it's like above freezing, that thing is, it's a sauna in there. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump over to Brenna and share um, how 2022 went and then uh, plans for 2023. <laughs> Go for it. Um, well, I'm giggling because I just forget, Evan, how much. And I know many others, like, I don't want to say nerd, or, but like your comics and your Comic-Con, I forget how much into that You're stuff missing you out. You're missing out. It's so good. <laughs> no, I love it because you, dr- you dress up all the time, too. It's amazing. And not just because of the kids. <laughs> like, you do that on oh, your Oh, no. I, I, the kids are just giving me an excuse where I can go out in public and it seems like somewhat <laughs> normal. Like- be okay. It's like, I, I'm totally dressed up for the kids and uh, <laughs> my kids, my kids wearing like a, his, his green coat, which has like dragon wings. And I've got like a full ramp, vampire killer costume on with like whips and severed heads and uh, oh, like a nice Templar shirt. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I know. Um, so speaking, I, so re- real, real quick interruption. So I, I, we actually, me and Bobby Ross applied to uh, talk at Comic-Con Kansas City this year uh, and show our ultra OCR man documentary. So really? We'll see, yeah, we'll see like if it pans event, out. I don't know. Twenty twenty three coming up, right? Yeah, twenty twenty three. So I, I don't know. If, I don't know if we'll get picked up. Um, so it's kind of like the theme is like, you know, kind of like not like being a re- quote unquote real life superhero, right? Like most people think running the distances that a lot of us on this podcast run and some of our our people listen to makes you like superhuman, makes you insane, right? So um, that's kind of the theme and talking about goal setting and then obviously showing the documentary. And, and stuff like that so we'll see they, they do a lot of panels it's not like a very it's not like oh i get my own booth it's there's like these rooms in the kansas city comic-con center um and they have like i don't know how many panels but uh there's a whole bunch so we'll see if it gets oh picked. my gosh that's so cool i like you got that's awesome well you gotta get that because that uh, one more thing to just kind of check off and add to the list <laughs> and i get into comic-con for free no big deal <laughs> go ahead brenna there you go. Anyways, I feel like I have a very different story of the previous two gentlemen, um, 2022. 
and I don't know if there's any other ladies right now on the podcast, but um, no, I actually haven't raced in every year. I I did go to the um, Greenbury Games this year and like built and kind of ran for fun, but that was about the only physical activity on a race schedule that I've done, which is the first time in eight years that I can say that, and it felt great, but I've also missed everything about racing tremendously competition traveling friends people like just the mentality you name it um my 2022 consisted of i got married which we've talked about previously if you listen to the like christmas kind of episode with sponsors and gift ideas um if you follow me then obviously you know i got married about three months ago and i actually like as of this week i've decided i'm starting to um officially sell my chicken eggs because I'm obsessed and I finally got to like a good number and nothing's I don't even want to say it well I did lose a duck recently so anyways I've got like seven eggs a day um and I just laid fresh eggs (laughs) it's my chicken company that I just came up with (laughs) anywho so that's my one goal of 2023 unrace related is I'm gonna like sell my fine fresh eggs but I feel like I'm I'm starting out like a newbie almost again. Um, next year will mark nine years for me in OCR. And I'm determined to get back to it in all the ways. I don't know necessarily if I'll be building per se. Um, if I do, it'd probably be with Mark Ballas for any of his events that he does. I don't have any other obligations to build. Um, but yeah, I... I want to do a variety. I kind of want to go back to my roots of just trying a little of this, a little of that. I'm determined. I have, I'm going to do a high rocks. Um, I met and have made a new friend acquaintance on social media and like she's going to high rocks Dallas. And so I've planned to go to that one and kind of meet her in person officially. Um, but in that respect, I want to go back to trying really hard and focusing on trying to get others back into the sport, if that makes sense. Um, like back to the beginning of OCR for me was just sharing it with others and having fun with it. So, yes, I want to get back to competing in 2023. Yes, I want to get back to focusing on my training and all of that and seeing all you guys at races. And, you know, I'll still be racing elite when I sign up. I don't have an official race planned yet. but my goal is to go, um, I'd like to focus on the Savage series, even though I'm kind of just, I don't know, everything's changing, it feels like, so. It's the only constant yeah, OCR is change. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know, I feel like next year, a lo- every series is different, everything's different. Um, Savage point series has changed, they're not paying out all the races, they're just paying out the point series, so it's like, all the competition will be focused on those events, which I mean is great. It brings all the competition together, but then also it's just like I don't know. It, I don't know. My I have mixed feelings on that. But so I want to focus on Savage. I want to go to High Rocks because of my strength based things. I don't know how I'll feel about running. I've just got some health things. Hey, I'm getting older. I've been doing this for nine years. I might be other than you, Evan, the veteran in the group for longevity of doing this. So. Yeah, 2023 is about kind of like restart, refresh, back to I want to get some newbies into it, and I'm just going to focus on me, if that makes sense. I don't have a team. I honestly don't have, like, 
crazy sponsors right now. Like I've started a new side hustle, side business. So yeah, it's kind of starting over. So <laughs> I think that's I think that's good. I mean, you, you took a um, yeah, we, you we used to race a ton, right? So you took some time off, uh, and I think that's good to kind of reprioritize and figure out if you still want to be involved. And then uh, if you do, obviously you've you found some other avenues that can get you. Uh, back involved in OCR, maybe not in the same exact capacity, but, um, you know, some, well, some good I goals feel like there. A lot of the girls that started with me, they all took a break. And I mean, I'll just say a lot of them took a break, had a kid and then came back and rocked as like this whole badass mom was, you know, their like new thing. But my, my focus, I don't, I don't have a kid. That's just another different story, but I'm just focusing on me and the sport again, kind of thing. Like, because I feel like so much has changed. I want to refocus back on what I loved about it and maybe try and get it back to other people focusing on that stuff too. So we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. So we're going to jump over to AC Hell. Uh, AC, and we just also had Jamie Simmons from KCOCR join us on the podcast. Um, so we'll be jumping over to her too afterwards. How's it going, Evan? Good. What do you, how did uh, 2022 roll out for you, and what are we looking at for 2023? It 2022 went really well for me. Um, I think I ended up with five age group podiums, which uh, for me is the most I've ever gotten in, in a year, I think. Um, one of those was at a half marathon, and I've never ran a half marathon competitively nice. before. So I got first in my age group in that one. Um it had nice technical terrain, and it was the week before Vermont at OCRWC, so it was a good training run also. But anyway, um, yeah, so that shook out really well as far as – I also uh, traveled a lot. Uh, I've been – the last couple of years, I've been traveling to a lot of races out of state, um, and part of that part of that's because, uh, you know, there's just less and less here in Texas, you know, with Con- Conquer the Gauntlet going down to just one. Um, really the biggest thing in 2022 that I experienced was, is, is kind of more mental. I just had more fun racing. I had more fun traveling and just, and experiencing the race and, and relaxing. I used to put a lot of pressure on myself to, all right, I got to try to get an age group podium. I got to try to, you know, and, and it made, it made race anxiety real bad mm. and, you know, like pre-race anxiety. Um, but it just wasn't as fun. And so, but I've also, also put in way more work, uh, especially during the summertime, um, leading into the, which definitely helped in the later, later half of the season. And so, but it, it was a good year. Uh, got to I always try to race in different States. So this year, uh, a friend of mine and I went to Savage, Georgia and see, Oh, in Missouri, I went to Mythic Race. Mythic Race was the first time I ever raced in Missouri. Yeah, so, side note, they just announced a date change due to the venue, so it is now yeah. April 14th uh, weekend. Yeah, I was so I already had I'd already signed up for Mythic and, and paid up, and then uh, Shell sent that out, and I was wanting to do the Fit Challenge, which is yeah, in Rhode Island. same weekend. Yeah, and it's their last one. Um, so I had to make a decision on – you know, which one am I going to do? Uh, and I'm probably, sadly, I'm probably going to go to Fit Challenge because it is their last one. It'll be my last chance to ever get to do that one, and I haven't. And uh, and, I'm, and so I'm going to have to miss Mythic. 
Um, well, I, I think I I'm going to make the opposite decision. Um, I will say mostly just because I've I missed Mythic Race last year, and I really want to support Will and his his brand because you know there's especially those smaller races. If you don't if we don't show up consistently to the smaller brands, they essentially won't be they won't be around anymore. So yeah. Yeah, if, I, if there's a way I can make them both in the same weekend, I'd do it. Um, so I think you, you I, I, he, so Will's race is two days, uh, but I think the timing would not work out. I, I don't know if right. you could catch a flight in time. Right. That is something I'm going to look into, though. But, so there's going to be some more traveling coming up. Um, 2023, um, see, I'm going to try to go to Frontline, uh, War X. Uh, Barbarian Challenge in Alabama, uh, Fit Challenge uh, once again, uh, Conquer the Gauntlet always. Um, so those are gonna be my main, you know, my main OCR, and and then one of the my big goal, kind of the big goal for the end of the year next year is to do Grit Ultra. And uh, if you remember, Grit Ultra was the one that Gary did, Gary Shaw did this last New Year. I went down and paced and crewed for him. It's a last man standing race. That's it's 24 hours, a 4.1 mile loop. You have an hour to make the loop and get back to the starting line because on, on the next hour, the next loop takes out or takes off. And so it's, you basically got to run a hundred miles in 24 hours in order to stay in it. And to date, the only two people that have ever finished it, I mean, ever, I mean even finished it are Gary Shaw and Chris Rogloski. Oh, nice. So, so I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping in a year of training I can maybe be like the next one. Um, so w- with that, my goal is to I'm, this see this year I'm kind of focusing more on the processes rather than the than the actual end result. Yeah. So I want um, I want to get my base my base mileage up to 45 miles a week. I I usually struggle to make it past uh, 25 miles per week. So for me to jump it up 20 miles a week is going to be a big a big push, but I want to get 45 miles a week as on a regular basis. Um, I want to get my 10 K time down to 50 minutes and I do bouldering at a local climbing gym and I want to get some V five and V six routes under my belt. And I know that all of those accomplishing, all of those will translate on race day, you know, mm. better grip, 10k time coming down will help my you know will involve higher vo2 max and better speed and then just having a, a higher base mileage is going to you know it's going to help my running all the way around so it, interestingly enough as far as like if we did a race right now i think everyone on i think the other people on the podcast would beat you but you have the best approach for tackling goals in 2023 i think that's very interesting because um you know the the whole goals are like they got to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and you got to have a time related to them, right? So the SMART acronym, if anyone's familiar with that. And you're, like you were saying, your goals are very, it was based on the process, right? Because you can't, I can't control who shows up on race day. Um, right. And I can't, so yeah, you know, I, I agree with a lot of the things you were saying. You know, when you really focus on results, you get, you do get a lot more pre-race anxiety. If anyone wants some tips for dealing with that, pick up my latest book on endurance, uh, available on the Strength and Speed or Amazon and Digital. Uh, but yeah, if you if you really focus on results, you know, I, I found that when I am focused on uh, process and just kind of doing my doing my personal kind of best, 
uh, the results just come. So when I, when I've done really well at conquer the gauntlet, my goal was simply get through every obstacle on first try and maintain a decent pace. Right. And I was like, whatever place I end up, that's what place I end up. And, you know, I ended up a, a lot of those races. I ended up on the podium just because I got through on first try and I was maintaining a decent pace and I was less worried about what other people were doing and more worried about myself. So I think you got some really good, uh, uh, plans and goals laid out for yourself and, uh, you know, focusing as we were talking about with Ryan and Phil, you know, getting some, a lot of that time on feet, um, really, really does wonders. The couple of years ago, Boston marathon posted, uh, finishing times and, uh, overlaid it with a chart of what people's weekly mileage was. And perhaps not surprisingly, the faster finishing times had on average had higher weekly mileage, right? Like right. when you do endurance training, your body physiologically changes you get more capillaries in your legs more mitochondria in your cells right your your stroke volume your heart gets bigger your your ventricle physically gets bigger your better body gets better at extracting oxygen from the blood so all the all these physiological changes happen um mm-hmm. as a result of endurance training and uh it translates to faster speed and better endurance so um and that's that's the plan because you're you're right uh pretty much anybody on here would beat me which i'm used to that so that's okay <laughs> Although your, your team did well. You came in third. Uh, Strength and Speed came in third at um, Conquer the World Team Race. Was it third or fourth? I believe we came in third. And, yeah. you know, we, we poached a, a Mud Gear Battle Alliance Pro Team member who really <laughs> helped out with the, with the group and the obstacles. But, uh, but yeah, that, that was a blast. It was a blast getting to run. I mean, you get to run with your, th- your three, three other best friends, and, you know, we, we had a good time with it. I, I, hopefully we can do it again next year. You guys did a great job representing strength and speed. I wasn't on Thank the you. I wasn't on the strength and speed team. My feelings aren't hurt. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we I ended up forming a team with Kendall and uh, what's uh, 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 Logan uh, Dinsmore. Yeah. So yeah, we came in we came in second. We lost first right at the end there. But all right, uh, Jamie Simmons uh, from KCOCR just jumped on the line. Who is my my second house? I'm staying with, with her again this past. <laughs> This coming weekend. Um, so when, we, I, when I'm in Kansas City, I stay at her place. Yeah. No, we love you. Uh, everything's set. I just went downstairs, made sure, you know, the kids had cleared all their stuff out of the room and the bathroom wasn't trashed. So you're, you know, good to go. <laughs> you saved me thousands of dollars in hotel bills this year. So I appreciate well, it. Well, you know, you gave me some mitts, so we're <laughs> almost even. <laughs> Speaking of mitts, uh, uh, lights are small, medium, and large available in our online store. And extremes, I just have smalls left. I'm supposed to get a reorder in January. All right. Sorry. Go so, ahead. No, no. I got to say, like, the blood mitts are awesome just for winter running, not even for necessarily OCR. But when I'm out running in the winter, they're awesome. <laughs> like, especially the lights. They're perfect. Yes, lights. I really recommend lights for that. Absolutely. Yeah. But they're, they're great because they keep my hands warm. And then I can kind of flip them back when I, you know, warm up when I really get going. So... Um, so yeah, 2022 was kind of a different year for me because I did a bunch of stuff in 2021 and, you know, I've got three kids and I run a couple businesses. So I had told my husband, you know, I am not going to do any endurance events in 2022. And I held to that despite, um, significant peer pressure from basically everyone. Um, but I did a 
bunch of like bucket list races. So I did the, I did, well, I did high rocks down in Dallas, which was awesome. Uh, I did that as a team, which was a very different event than doing it um, by yourself or or as a uh, two person, like female team, which I had done previously. Uh, And then I did the horseshoe bend OCR which by the way next year 2023 is the last year of the horseshoe bend ocr and if you can make it out there i highly recommend it it was just so cool and uh it was tough man it was really sandy um it was a difficult terrain and then it just had really really difficult obstacles um like i remember the female farmers carry was like a hundred feet at 200 pounds 230 pounds something like that um that's a, that's a significant you know farmers carry right yeah absolutely so um the uh so anyway, uh, the Horseshoe Bend OCR is really cool. You get to see Horseshoe Bend. You're running on um, Native American land that you typically would have to have a permit or a guide to be on. So that was really cool. Um, I got to go out and do Indian Mud Run, which was basically, I guess, the last year. I don't know. We're going to kind of see what they do with it next year. So that was really cool for me. And I think I placed like sixth in my age group, um, even though it took me like five hours to do that thing. Uh it was pretty brutal. And then I went to World Toughest Mudder as a pit crew. But uh, so my goals for next year in 2023 are to, I am doing the MR340, which is something I've done before, which is a 340 mile kayak race from Kansas City to St. Louis. So it's not exactly OCR, but it's definitely um, endurance. And um, then I want to go back to World Toughest Mudder and I would really i haven't really told a lot of people this but i really want to place in my age group nice (laughs) i i i paid a lot of attention to the women in my age group this year and i think i i think i've got a shot (laughs) (laughs) i like it it's good so um I did 50 miles last year, which was the second time I hit 50 miles. And uh, last year, my age group was won by 65 miles. This year, it was won by 65 miles. So if I can just, you know, power walk or jog a little bit faster, I think I could get up there. So we'll see. Um, You were pacing your dad last time, too. I was. I was. So So you were not necessarily moving at your max speed. That is correct. So, um, and you know, it, it World Surface Mudder is such an interesting event, especially if you are pacing someone because um, maybe someone's going to run faster than you, but they're going to pit longer than you. Um, and people want longer pits at different times. Yeah. You know, so uh, I know my dad who is 64 will be 65 next year is planning on going back. And he also says he would like to hit 65 miles. So we're going to kind of see what we can do together again, but also, you know, both knowing that we're going to go out there and do what we can do. And if we don't do it together, then that's good too. Yeah. It's, you made an interesting point about the different pit times and stuff like that. And that was one of the things that made the old team format, the one they no longer have, which is two people on course at all times. Um, it's something interesting because you had to, you weren't necessarily moving 
you were running together didn't help all the time because sometimes one would be feeling bad and one would be feeling good and vice versa so um, yeah it's it's a it's a really interesting event you know i went as a pit crew this year and i pitted for a bunch of people and just paying attention to you know who pitted when and how long and what and I watched you and I watched Jenny and you guys were just like in and out. I mean, you know, other people come in and sit down and just, (laughs) and then like, you're like shoving like five Oreos in your face. I've chocolate covered Oreos. That's right. (laughs) Yes. Well, I believe that you didn't get the chocolate covered Oreos at one point and you were like, no, those are the wrong ones. That did did happen. The the best Jamie, Jamie put a picture on Instagram and is like, here's a picture of Evan sitting down for 15 seconds. And I shared it and I was like, no, it's actually 15 seconds. Like, that's not yeah. an exaggeration. It, it was 100% accurate. And you have, like, a handful of red twists and you just, like, take off, you know. And Jenny comes in and she's just pulling, you know, like, snackables trash out of I don't even know where. And she's just, like, dumping trash on the table and then shoving stuff into her wetsuit and then off she goes. <laughs> And that was really inspiring for me to, like, actually see how elite racers do that race. And if I want to be on the podium, you know, like, I got to I gotta just keep moving. Yep. So, you know, that's my – I've had a goal. The first year I did World Toughest was just to do 24 hours. And I did it. And my second year was to do 50 miles, and I did it. And this year I'd like to see, you know, if I can kind of place near the top of my age group. So I'll be 42 – and, you know, I have to do it this year because next year, Jenny um, will be in my age group. So, <laughs> well, if she's on the podium, she gets taken out of the <laughs> age group. So this is true. This is true. So and uh, I don't I don't see her. And if so, unless something really goes terribly wrong, I don't see her not being on the podium. So. So, yeah, those are my big goals for 2022. MR340 and then World's Toughest Mutter. So go big or go home, I suppose. Um I'm going to hit some of those small races. Our mythic is awesome. I really want to get out for that and just anything else that I can get to, but those are my big goals. Uh, KCOCR plan on doing some of their little events, local events. Well, we've got the winter throwdown, uh, January 15th. So that's a free race that anyone is welcome to come out to. So I think we had 45 people last year, which was pretty cool. Uh, someone contacted me the other day and said, I got about 20 people that want to come. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, that would be amazing. So we'll see, uh, you know, what we get for that. That's early. It's earlier than you usually do it, isn't it? Well, you know, the thing is we always try to do January and then we never quite get around to planning it in time. And so (laughs) if you need to push to the right, I won't be upset. I might be in Kuwait for Hannibal race that weekend. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We'll okay. So, um, you know, we're always, we're, we don't want to compete with, uh, the timber challenge Yeti. Yeah, absolutely. So which is at the end of the month for anyone yes. looking for a fun winter event. It's also same weekend as abominable snow race, which is up North. If you're by Wisconsin, so closer to Kansas city, head to Casey timber Third. closer to Wisconsin, head to Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. So that's the same weekend as timber challenge. Yep. So, you know, and there's, there was one time that we had to move the um, throwdown because it just was, I mean, it was icy. It was like 15 degrees. It was not safe. So there's, you know, potential depending on the weather that we'd move it to February. But for now, it's uh, January 15th. Gotcha. And February's got a, what's call it, uh, 
Valentine's Day massacre if they do it again this year. So don't don't do that weekend. Okay, fine. All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna kind of start closing it, closing it up. I think you know you've heard a lot of people. So all these all these people on the call are all in strength and speed. They're all in that private Facebook group I was telling you about at the beginning of the podcast. So if anyone wants to join the Cool Kids Club again, make sure you apply. Uh, the application you can fill out online. You see it on the TeamStrengthSpeed.com website. And if you head over to like the article section, essentially it's currently the top article and it probably will be because I don't think I'm going to write another article before then. Uh, or you can scroll through our Facebook place or you can shoot us a message like literally any one of us on this call and we will we'll send you the link. So I wanted to go back around to kind of touch base with everyone, give any people a chance to do any sort of final shout outs or anything else they wanted to share. So start off with Ryan. Yeah, I was going to mention, uh, I think Phil mentioned doing the 40 on 40 this year. So I, that was one of the things I did do last year on my 40th. Uh, that was a fun time. Um, did it back in March when I turned 40, running uh, laps around Manassas uh, Battlefield. Um, so that was a cool milestone. Um, and also you guys are talking KCOCR. I met a bunch of that crew out at the Indiana Toughest. Uh, I don't remember names, but yeah, everyone I met was awesome. I was there on my own. You guys, I asked if, you know, if I wanted to pit with you guys and, you know, I, was, I had my setup there, but um, yeah, but you guys are great meeting everyone there. And uh, yeah, thanks for letting me join the uh, Cool Kid Club here this year, Evan. Yeah. Appreciate it. Look forward to uh, seeing you at the races next year and, uh, and meeting the rest of you. My intent was uh, with the this kind of thing was to do a follow-up podcast at the end, like in a year from now and see if we actually followed through on the stuff we said on this podcast. But I feel like I'm going to forget because I feel like I've done this before and they made that promise and then didn't follow through. So if someone reminds me, maybe I'll follow through in uh, at the end of 2023. No, but yeah, we'll still uh, keep we're going to keep doing kind of two podcasts a month and uh, keep producing content for you guys. So let's jump over to Phil. Yep. Yeah, it's um, kind of said most of it, uh, you know. One thing I'll bring back, you know, Ohio used to be the, the, the hotbed for OCR. I mean, we had Mud Guts and Glory. We had Indian Mud Run, Mud Ninja, Black Swamp Runner, you know, half a dozen other things. And uh, at this point, uh, you know, quite a few of them have closed down, but uh, Warrix is still going strong. And, uh, you know, I've been helping those guys build that course and build that race for a couple of years. And, you know, they were able to secure the uh, the weekend that, was vacated by India Mud Run, and you know those are some big shoes to fill. That was always a, yeah, a b- beloved race for sure. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna be out there some this spring helping those guys get get stuff ready, and that's gonna be another great weekend. Um, and then yeah, just uh, <laughs> get getting some time on my feet because I want to get my 40 on 40, and I want to put up a a really good personal showing uh, come September at uh, Toughest Mudder for sure. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the um, so in my book, uh, Mudder and Guides Ultimate OCR Bucket List, I mentioned the Ohio Grand Slam, and I think I don't think there's anyone. Is there even anyone left from the original Ohio Grand Slam? Because Black Diamond closed. Uh, Black Swap One, I think, is being run by Phoenix OCR now, isn't it? So like, they're yeah, yeah, they, they kind of still that around. Um, yeah. But a lot, yeah, yeah. Indian Mud Run's gone. So um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, support your local uh, brands if you want the Barons to continue to <laughs> stick around, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, uh, AC, what do you got? Uh, I'll definitely second the 
the comment that KCOCR is great, a great bunch of people. They they adopted me onto the team, and I've never even lived in Kansas. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I uh, love the KCOCR group. Um, I'll also give another shout-out to Mythic Race. I had a blast at that race last year. The obstacles are, are really original. And, yeah, Bill Shell does a good job coming up with just unique stuff that makes the race, and the course is real good, too. So definitely get out there and support that one if you can. Um, I'll, I'll always give a shout-out to Conquer the Gauntlet. You know, they may have one event on Labor Day weekend, but it's it's always worth going to. Absolutely. And running. Um, another one is if you're into ultra running or just running for the fun of running, Leaky Hourglass Ultra is, I think it's the last weekend in August. It's the weekend before Conquer the Gauntlet, if I remember right. Um they're outside of Springfield, Missouri. It's that last man standing ultra race that Gary Shaw puts on. So uh, it's a well-done course. So get out there and, and run on that one if you can. Um, shout out to Mud Gear, uh, to Brute Force Sandbags, and shout out to Grip Fitness and my three amigo buddies. Nice. Yeah, and if you want more information on uh, Leaky Hourglass Ultra or Mythic Race, we did a joint podcast with them, I don't know, it was like a couple months ago. But Gary Shaw and William Shaw, you can listen to both of their comments. All right, Jamie, any other uh, closing thoughts? Um, I love all the love for KCOCR. Obviously, KCOCR has my heart. Um, I've been a part of that group from the start, so that's just Kansas City Obstacle Course Racers and – I love that, um, you know, we do have this group of, you know, like AC, you don't live here, you know, Brenna doesn't live here, um, but we just kind of adopt people and bring them into the group. So I love KCOCR, so that's about it. <laughs> that's all I got. Nice. You know, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I don't like New Year's resolutions. And the, the reason I don't like New Year's resolutions is because, like, if you want to make a change, like, just go make the change. Don't wait. Don't wait another three weeks. Like, just start working towards your goal now because at the yeah. end of the day, like, goals are about consistency over time, and an extra three weeks is going to be helpful, right? And if it's important enough uh, that you're going to say you're going to do it and you're going to make the change, like, don't, don't wait to an arbitrary date on the calendar, January 1st. Like, just start making the change. I wrote an article about um, why I think New Year's resolutions are dumb, like, way back when I first started Strength and Speed in, like, 2000. Uh, I don't know, early 2014, <laughs> 13. I don't know what it was. It's on the, if you scroll back to the strength and speed articles archives, you can find it. Or if you just probably Google uh, new year's resolutions and strength and speed, it'll probably come up and then you can um, check it out. So Ryan just shoot me a text. He wants to know what my <laughs> goals are. Um, I don't really, I usually don't tell my goals publicly. I, I always have a, I like a running list, um, you know? So I, I've been chipping away at several big goals for a while, right? Like, so my, my big goal last year was to finish my seventh uh, charity event, my seventh Ultra OCR charity event, which is supposed to be the final one, and it was for Ultra OCR. So I've been working towards that goal, and I'd had those plans in mind for, I mean, for probably four or five years at that point. Um, so I, I accomplished that. You know, I, I wanted to get at least 10 more podiums. Um, I got that. I, I think I got... 12 or something in 2022 um and i i like to kind of i i you know on average i get about 10 a year um so if it's a good year a little bit more if it's a bad year a little bit less um so i've been 
kind of slowly chipping away at a big goal. Um, I'm at 80 podiums, so I think you can guess what that that long-term goal is, right? I'm, I would like to hit triple digits at some point, and um, just a matter, matter of being consistent and continue to show up and continue to do the work. And, um, you know, not, uh, you know, I, I'd like to still be able to get some big, big kind of podiums like Toughest Mudder, um, uh, in addition to some of the smaller brands that I race, right? So, you know, not, not a podium at a small brand, you know, may be less impressive than a, um, you know, an age group uh, podium at a big brand or a major race. Um, so, you know, I just want to, uh, like, I still want some, some big goals on there, but uh, some big races on there, but, you know, I don't have, I have no problem, you know, adding a couple of the smaller ones in there to, to boost my numbers a little bit. Um, people are always like, oh, well, you got a hundred miles of world's toughest mother. It's always got to be a goal. And yeah, th- that is always a goal. And uh, I always try to try to hit it. Always come up short, keep getting 90. And I've tried, you know, I've tried going out fast. I've tried going out slow. I've tried do, doing a mix of walking and running. And um, I think 2019, if I would have paced a little better, maybe I could have gotten 2021. If I wasn't sick beforehand, I maybe could have gotten it. Cause I honestly felt like garbage going into that world's toughest. And the fact that I finished with 90 miles was frankly, in my opinion, like a, it's almost a miracle. Cause I was, I mean, my, my heart rate was just not, it was spiking, uh, in those final co- couple of weeks when I was supposed to be tapering, it was like spiking on like easy runs. And I was like, what is going on? So I don't know if that was like a COVID reaction or something. Who I, I have no idea, but, um, yeah. So, uh, continue to continue to chip out my, uh, my podium goals. And, uh, to me, it's just about, you know, I've been involved in the sport for since 2014 regularly. Uh, it's just kind of continue to build my overall OCR resume. I think you're, you know, you're kind of the legacy you leave in the sport is a combination of results, uh, work, and then multiplied by time. Right. So if you have an absolutely great year and win every race, that's great. Uh, but if you're not around for multiple years, then to me, you're, you're not quite leaving the lasting legacy. And I would like to leave, you know, I'd say I've got two more years of racing at the quantity I I race now, which I race a lot every year. I got two more years racing at that quantity. Um, And then I'm planning on kind of scaling back a little bit and uh, I'll still race, but it won't be, won't be quite as much. So I won't be, I won't be quote unquote retired, but I will, it will be a drastic reduction uh, I plan on kind of drastically reducing in 2025. So I always think in terms of long-term goals. So I typically look at multiple years at a time and not just uh, one year. And then I've got a bunch of uh, uh, martial arts goals related to some of the other training I've been doing. So it's a fine, fine balance between OCR, work, martial arts, my family, and uh, it becomes quite a juggling act. And uh, sometimes my wife's not super happy about it. But uh, that's kind of what makes me who I am. And um, yeah, so quick rundown. Uh, I applied for Ninja Warrior again for the third time. We'll see if I get picked. And uh, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, how did that go, Ryan? Any follow-up questions? You good? That, <laughs> that was good, man. Satisfy the curiosity. So I figured that 100-mile goal at Worlds is the big one for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think people... I. I I almost feel bad. Like, I feel like people want it more than I do sometimes because people are always like, Evan, this is your year. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm trying. Like, I, <laughs> I put in the work and then I miss. And they're like, oh, you missed it. It was so close. And I'm like, all right. Like, I'm, I'm happy with 90. It's fine. Um, but I feel bad. Like, I feel like people are putting, uh, putting their expectations and like their – I feel like people want me to get it so bad, you know. And uh, 
So I feel like I'm disappointing people sometimes if I miss it. And, you know, I'd, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather hit 90, you know, a whole bunch of times than hitting a hundred once and then not doing well at any other world's toughest, right? Like my, personally, I find a lot of personal satisfaction and pride in consistent high level performances, you know, whether I'm sick, whether the weather's bad, whether the weather's good, whether I've had a great year, whether I've had an off year, um, I find a lot of personal satisfaction that, uh, I've hit 90 miles four times, been in the top 10, four times. And I was on the age group. I was in the age group podium for those four times. Uh, in addition to the two team, uh, overall podiums, first and second for those. So, yeah, I find the consistency is my, um, and maybe that's just, that's what my strong point is, but that's what I, uh, I kind of take pride in. So yeah, well, it's go for it. World, world, world toughest mutter is such a different race every single year based on so many variables. So if you can consistently hit, you know, high mileage like that, that's impressive. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, you know, uh, to me, Trevor is, I- I'm always blown away by Trevor psychos because this was the, if anyone's not tracking, this is the first year he was not on the podium since 2014. So he, he 2014 to 2021, he was on the podium, on the podium and his average, this is to me, this is even more insane. His average, if you take every great world service he's done, his average is a hundred miles average. So that, I mean, that's, that's just, insane. isn't it insane? <laughs> and he just shows up. He's like, Hey, yeah. What's going on? He's like super chill. I always talked to him before the race. I was wishing luck and I was want him to do the best. And it was like that uh, this year he came in fourth, first year not on the podium. And I was like, oh man. Um, so leave, leave something I, for us mortals, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I walked part of that last lap with him and yeah, it was, it was great catching, getting to meet him and talking to him and yeah. Then hearing how much he actually trains or doesn't train, but yeah, supposedly he doesn't train that much. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. Um, but, you know, it, it, there is like a thing with the more you train, the more volume you've got into you, the less you need to train for a specific event, right? So like your body, like I was talking about all those physiological adaptations, the body builds that stuff. And some of that stuff doesn't go away immediately, right? Like it takes a very long time for it to go away. So even if you just do a short buildup, uh, you, your body will still perform at a fairly high level. So from a personal experience, my example uh, OCR America too. I did like, I did like three weeks of running to prep for that. So like I, I finished world's toughest was a complete mess. Took a basically a month off, realized I was going to do world's toughest. I realized I was going to do OCR America too. Uh, eight, eight days, eight venues, eight OCR marathons. And I, uh, like basically worked out for two weeks, running, ran, and then I tapered for two weeks and showed up and it went honestly better than, uh, it did in 2016, even though the conditions were worse and the mileage was more and the, uh, Obstacles were harder, so yeah. All right, <clears throat> head over to Strength and Speed, TeamStrengthSpeed.com. Apply for a Strength and Speed Development Team. Pick up some books, some stocking stuffers. Uh, I got some deals going for Blegmit Lights, as Jamie mentioned. They're great for winter running, and you can pick up Blegmit Lights and books, and it saves you. I don't know. The books are become like a fraction of the cost if you buy books and Blegmit Lights at the same time. So check those out. Thanks everyone for coming on. And uh, we will see you. Actually, we've got one more podcast after this that'll come out. And then we'll see all of you in 2023 and start working towards those goals now. All right. We'll catch all you later. Later. Thanks, everybody.